Welcome to the Time to Thrive podcast, a podcast designed to help you level up every aspect in your life. I am one of your hosts, Jordan. And I'm Jared. We're a multi-passionate couple so excited about helping others thrive in their health, wealth, relationships, and careers. Together, we are here to share with you knowledge, experiences, tips, and tricks to help you step into your fullest potential while also keeping it real. If you're ready to create the life of your dreams and have fun doing it, then you've come to the right place. So hit that subscribe button and press play because baby, it's it's time time to thrive. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to Time to Thrive. This is Jordan and Jared is here as well. And we're going to be diving into an awesome episode on how to balance masculine and feminine energy within business and life. Yeah, it's going to be one of those ones where we're going to be doing a lot of personal takeaways and uh, talk a little bit about kind of the things that have come up in the last little while that we've been able to kind of play off each other and really learn what our strengths are and how to kind of react to one another. Yeah, and this is something that after my previous relationship before Jared, I really did a lot of deep dive into and started to really understand like what masculine energy is, what feminine energy is, and how that comes up in work, in personality, in home life, in my day-to-day, and just how I could be better with that. And that was a huge, huge takeaway for me of like entering into a new relationship and then having those conversations from the get-go. Like, I think we started talking about this right away. Right away. And it was one of those things that like... He was like, whoa. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it was like thrown on me, but it was a good thing to be thrown on because then I can kind of understand and be better at understanding you at the end of the day, right? So like in terms of everything, it was a lot of me kind of realizing that like you want to be led right? Mm-hmm. That's where I really had to step up and become that person that is like, okay with always, not always, but wanting to lead and being the person that comes forward and giving you the plans and giving you everything just so that you can stay in your feminine and not always be reliant on yourself to make these decisions. Yeah. And it's, it's cool. Like we'll get into some of the takeaways, obviously for our personal relationship and and life but also how this has kind of transpired into business as well because understanding how the feminine brain the masculine brain everything works and how different people have kind of different balances of that can really impact on your leadership styles and how you talk to different people and all these sorts of things too so just going to put a disclaimer out there that when we're talking about masculine and feminine we do not mean male or female however that is typically how it is but every single person whether they are male female or any of the variations types or whatever in there everybody has that sort of energy right so we're talking more about the energy rather than the gender choices so just going to throw that out there as a little disclaimer um, and you can have it kind of pertain to you in whatever way that you feel Um, and for females you know it is important for females and males to have both right it's important for every single person to have a healthy balance of their masculine and feminine energies and be really aware of them so to break it down super easily masculine energy is kind of like your your tough, organized, task-orientated, um, you know, dominant energy, whereas your feminine is more of like your creative, soft, flow type energy, your nurturing side, right? Now, it's important to be in your healthy masculine or your healthy feminine because when people get into their toxic, toxic masculinity, 
for example, you, we've all met guys that are in their toxic masculinity and think that like being that aggressive upfront person is the way to go, right? Where in, in truth, that's not, that puts us into a very vulnerable state where in fact, just like Jared said, like we just want someone to lead. We want someone to take initiative so that we can sit back and not be those decision makers all the time to not have to do all of that. So, and there's a huge difference too between like different people and different people's mindset, right? So like this is going to be a lot of personal talk and a lot of personal situations that have occurred. And one of the biggest things too that I've kind of realized is like, yes, I'm a very masculine person. However, I do want the best for you, right? Mm -hmm. Like I want to make sure like you're happy. So it's, it's those little things like asking you what you want that realistically you would rather I didn't. In some cases, yes. <laughs> I do like my my opinions, but I also, for example, okay, we'll use, um, we have a couple things here. So we'll start off with like decisions and initiative, okay? So this is something um, that has come up in our relationship, especially because I'm in a very masculine role, okay? I work full-time as a dentist. I am making decisions all of the time. And you might be in a role where you are a lead, you are a teacher, you are somebody that's in like a very assertive position where you are kind of like the boss. You are making decisions. You are running on a schedule. You are doing things by protocol. Like that is not a very feminine job by description. So it's difficult to then come home, shut that off and be in your feminine where you are nurturing and you are caring and you are flowing. And when you have two masculine energies in a room, they're going to butt heads, right? It's not going to come to polarity and that like sexy energy and that magnetism and like to create like intimacy and whatnot. It's going to create this polarity of like, am I right or, or are you wrong, right? So being able to take that initiative, like when Jared like, comes home and he, he doesn't ask me like what I want for dinner like I don't care what I have for dinner if I have dinner on the table and that is ready for me after a day of making decisions all day that is amazing if we're planning a date night and he's like where do you want to go for dinner I'm like I don't know I just I just want to go you know but there also comes that other side of it too where like we all grow up and we want the best for the person that you're in love with and that you want to be with right and it comes out of a place for me, for instance, it comes out of a place of genuinely caring about your opinion and genuinely caring about what you want to make you happier, right? So if it does come down to, hey, what do you want for dinner? It's not me being like, oh, you make the decisions of what we want to do. It's I am trying to facilitate your life in a way where it's like, hey, what do you want? Do you want steak and lobster or do you want oatmeal right because at the end of the day if you're gonna come home and you're gonna be like you know what i was really craving protein pancakes but like i had scallops and a fettuccine alfredo on the table you, you might not be too happy even though i don't think that would be the case but like that you, would ever be the case but you completely understand what i'm saying right so it's one of those things where i've now come to the realization that like at the end of the day you're gonna be happy with regardless what it is that's being put out there whether it's food, whether it's scheduling, whether it's it's me leading for, for different date nights, you're going to be happy. 
But what you you don't want is you don't want to be that you don't want to have that feeling of consistently having to make a decision, even though it comes from a place of love. So if you ever have you and your partner where it's like, I'm asking you where you want to go for dinner, and this this revolves to the listener. It's like if if you're asking your partner, hey, where do you want to go for dinner, and they say like it doesn't matter, they aren't being rude and they aren't being kind of like they're not putting you down and being like I don't really care what you want to do. It's more so coming from like, can you just take the lead and I'm going to be happy with whichever decision that you make because you're making a decision. And that's kind of the big realization that I've had in the last little while is it's not so much the fact of you don't care when you when you say like, oh, it doesn't matter to me or I don't really care what we do or what we have. It's that you just want to feel led. Yeah. Mic drop. And I think the biggest thing too, and this is a big 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 shift for a lot and I'm just going to say women because I think this typically happens with women to men is let's say Jared was like hey what do you want for dinner we'll just keep using the dinner example because it's super easy and pertainable so or actually let's use a date night example so if he was like hey where do you want to go for dinner and I said I don't care and he goes okay then he makes a reservation takes that initiative books a reservation at Earl's okay a very mainstream restaurant or cactus club or whatever and now I critique him about that or I nag him about that now that's negative feedback towards him for taking the lead good luck having your man or that masculine person in your life lead you and make those choices and take that initiative going forward 100 and you know what like i completely agree with you on that and i and that's where i respect the hell out of you for for that aspect of it no matter the decision that i make as long as like i make the decision and being like hey jordan this is what's going on i've never once heard you moan complain cry about it because at the end of the day like that's what you need and that's what you wanted right yeah doesn't matter where we go and that's a huge awareness piece and that just comes down to like not emasculating the man and if you want your man to truly lead you and to be to feel safe to take that initiative and to feel safe to be like hey we're leaving for the airport at this time i've got dinner reservations here we're taking these flights for our family vacation or whatever Input is one thing, but constantly nagging and reversing them and like going against their plans is the easiest way to shut off their masculine initiative brain to saying, okay, well, that wasn't right. That wasn't right. That wasn't right. When you feel nagged and critiqued all the time, you don't want to step up. 100%. You don't want to take initiative. You don't want to take control. You're like, well, everything that I do is going to be wrong. So if you feel that in your life right now, but yet you're sitting there wanting your, your partner or your boyfriend or your, your spouse to take the lead, like critique yourself. It's one of those things where it's like, look in the mirror and see where you can catch yourself being that nagger because nobody wants, like Monica Yates, and I'm just going to use her line, but I'm going to give her total credit for it. She always says, be a lover, not a mother. And when you're nagging and when you're critiquing and all these things, you're being a mother. Yeah. And that's something that you really, like you said, you really need to look in the mirror on and like, self-reflect on on what makes you happy and what makes you tick are you more and i'm gonna use like yes we're using these terms like masculine feminine but like are you more in your masculine like in your day-to-day life do you make hard decisions do you go through your day and it's just a consistent battle between like what you're doing and like where you're trying to get to right and then when you come home you want to be led like we've been talking about 
So are you going to allow that person to lead? Because I can guarantee you one thing, if I started doing any sort of decision-making and there was backlash and there was moaning about it, that's the end of it. Then it, then it comes to us both, nobody planning anything, nobody making the decision because she doesn't want to make the decision. I don't want to make the decision because I don't want to get nagged at. And then all of a sudden you're sitting at home every single weekend and every single day doing nothing because of that fact. And then you get into resentment and you get into your head and you start bottling up emotions and like all these things just spiral, right? Totally. And that's where, honestly, I think relationships can really lose their spark they can lose their polarity. Like when, and what I mean by polarity is like when you walk into the bar, let's say we've all had those experiences where you like, or think about the first time that you like met your spouse or your significant other or your, you know, a previous partner or whatnot. Where or you, you like, see that guy at the gym or that girl at the gym and they walk in with swagger and they walk in and you're just like, damn. Yeah. Like that person has got it going on. That's what she means by like, polarity. That's like polarity. That's like where you feel that in your body or like, holy crap. Like, this person is like leading and whatever like that's what can be lost a lot of the times in relationships is that like spark and that fun and that enjoyment but you've got to have that healthy balance of masculine energy and feminine energy so that's a lot about like decisions initiative and whatnot and hopefully you guys got some takeaways from those the next thing is schedule and this was huge for us especially when our online business really started to ramp up was that our schedules just got really busy. So busy. <laughs> and, like, and we're not using the word busy as a, as a use that a lot of people use the term busy for. Like we genuinely lost so many hours in the day that just disappear <laughs> because of the fact that we are running a massive online business. And that turned into, you know, Jared being able to, to quit his corporate job and all these sorts of things, which is amazing. But there was a large, large period of time where if we did not have that masculine structure in our life, we weren't able to know when those date nights could happen. So we had a period where, you know, um, we had to have a, a really big conversation like we just had with you guys around that I was craving more you know, connection time and date nights and whatnot. But Jared literally called me out and was like, well, Jordan, I don't know when you are available. Yeah. Like I could plan a beautiful evening and have all of the intention of like, there were a couple times where he had like all these beautiful ingredients for a dinner and this and that, or like planned a date night. And I was like, babe, I like it's hair wash night. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm I mean, not coming home from work, washing my hair and then getting ready to go out. And all you ladies know that feeling. And it's true though, too, because like it, it came to the point as well, where it was like, we were so focused on, and we still are, but we were so focused on, what our goals were in business that like realistically like yes were we still doing everything that we wanted to be doing a hundred percent but there were times where it was like she was craving connection she was craving this and it's like kill i'm busy tonight or mm -hmm. or i'm wanting to do something fun like she just said getting a bunch of ingredients like i love to cook and i would get a bunch of ingredients do all these things bring it all home she'd come home from like her saturday work set like work shift at the dentist at wow i can't even speak <laughs> the office at the office <laughs> And I would have all these things prepared and she'd be like, Jared, like I'm literally booked for the next six hours. And it's like, okay, six. So like, I'm just making a five-star meal. And I'm just going to eat this by myself and drink a bottle of wine. <laughs> <laughs> literally. But it, it came down to us sitting down and being like, okay, so as a couple, when we don't even have kids yet, we don't have a lot of the kind of quote unquote busy aspects to our life. How can we, how can we mediate this? Like, how can we meet each other in the middle? So we created a shared Google calendar. And it was the and best like, thing that ever 
happen. It was the best thing for us. And, you know, I'm sure a lot of you already have that with your spouse, but for us, it was so important. And we didn't just put in like our appointments or this and that. It's like, okay, if I have an onboarding call with a, you know, a new team builder or whatnot, or if I have an event that I have to be at, if I have a call with a, a prospect, like we put everything into there so that we know what our evenings look like. If we have, you know, a date night that Jared's like, hey, I want to plan a date night. For, I see that Saturday evening is open next week. I'm blocking off four hours. We're going for dinner. Perfect. Fantastic. The masculine in me loves knowing the schedule. And the best thing is that then that allows me to turn into my feminine and be like, okay, I get to be led. I'm going to allocate some time beforehand to get nicely dressed. I want to feel good. I'm not going to rush, 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 rush into our date night. I'm going to push my hair wash off one yeah, extra day I'm make and sure use to wash some my dry hair shampoo. Um, but it allows me to feel led and it allows him to step into that initiative and not feel like I'm barking down his throat about, oh, sorry, I already had these plans and these plans and these plans, right? So it's got to take two to tango, but that's a really good strategy that worked for us immensely in business but also in personal life is just having that that calendar and upkeeping it that's the most important thing is you can make it fantastic but are you upkeeping it are you staying diligent to it and it's so simple to do i mean like you share a calendar on whatever phone platform you have we have apple so it's a lot easier and it's just a shared calendar everything goes in there boom 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 but guess what i am a kind of guy that also like lives by the seat of his pants and like just say loves to flow through life and is like hey you know what like something just popped up out of the blue like it's not going to throw me off because at the end of the day like i can deal with the ebbs and flow but like so can jordan but jordan prefers to have her day planned mm-hmm. right whereas for me i have my day planned in sections but it's not down to like the minute Whereas she's so used to dentistry where it's like Okay, well, I got an appointment from from 9.22 to 9.36, you know? Yeah, and that's how my day-to-day is booked, right? So then when I come home, for example, today, yes, I didn't have like a written out itinerary, but in my head, I've kind of time blocked my time already, right? Like I know, okay, I want to get my workout in. Okay, I need to get some work done. Okay, I'm going to record this podcast. Like there's aspects to my day. I had a couple of calls mixed in there that I need to have organized and it's just how different brains work. So regardless, you know, you and your spouse, honestly, I think it's almost a benefit to not work in the same manner, but to find out these strategies that you can work with each other. Like if we were both type A masculine people, it would probably be utter chaos. Like (laughs) just putting that simply. But because we work in different ways and we do have those different balances, we can create these strategies that are really going to help us now, but also into the future. Um, Now, taking this all and heading into business. So those are kind of two big takeaways for masculine feminine energy um, with, uh, with personal life. Shifting into business, this is a whole other ballgame. So obviously, the schedule still pertains if you are in a partnership, if you are in business with other people, um, just creating that schedule even for yourself, time blocking your time into your business, you have to show up for yourself. If you are an entrepreneur, if you, you know, you wouldn't be able to, if I didn't show up to the dental office and do fillings and all the other work that I do, I would not get paid. At the end of the day, you need to show up for yourself and that goes for any aspect in life and you need to be able to block out that time. 
you can make yourself busy very, very easily. And a day can go, you can wake up at seven in the morning and all of a sudden it's 7 p.m. and you look back and you're like, wow, I've done absolutely nothing today. Yeah. So you need to be able to have that structure. Having that schedule and time blocking that in is massive. Okay. And that is going to give you the structure in your day to know, okay, I don't need to just be thinking about my business all day because a lot of people waste a lot of time thinking instead of doing, right? If you are thinking about your business more than you're actually working your business, you're going to exhaust yourself, right? Plan out some time, get some actual proper productive work done. And then when you're with your family, when you're working out or whatnot, when you're with friends, family, you can be more present and that feels good. That gives you that nurturing, caring, feminine side to things so that you don't feel like you're playing this half and half game constantly. But then you also don't have one foot in, one foot out, right? Like if you're at the gym, you're at the gym. If you're with your friends, you're with your friends. You can now make it so that the hour that you're putting into your business, the two hours you're putting into your business are two hours for your business. Not just one foot in being like, oh, I'm working my business and I'm just kind of floating through the day, yeah. right? You're really time blocking it out. So that is structure. The next kind of point we wanted to talk about was having pillars of your business. So this is something that we coach um, on a lot is making sure that you have sustainability, right? There's one thing to create a business, whether it be, you know, even a brick and mortar or, you know, a, a product based business or a service based business or whatnot. In terms of creating that sustainability, it is really important to have those pillars. I see so many people that only rely on Instagram for stability in their business. You guys, we do not own Instagram. Instagram could cease to exist tomorrow and we would have absolutely no control over that. So creating sustainably and having different approaches to your business is crucial. So what I mean by that is creating maybe a Facebook community. Maybe you're diversifying to TikTok. Maybe you're creating an email list. Email lists are fantastic. Maybe you have personal connections with your clients or your customers or um, you know your, your patients or whatever aspect of business that you're in. Creating that diversity and those multiple touch points are going to help you tremendously. Okay. So in our business, we primarily utilize a Facebook community, emails, our IG content, and then personal relationships. Okay. So how this can kind of play into that masculine feminine energy is that a lot of people you know, they they really want to have that. And I think it's kind of like a, a trend right now on Instagram that I see is like this feminine flow, anti-hustle culture where we just want people to flock to us. And like, it's like um, attraction news, marketing and this news and that. flash. You need to work. Yeah. Like there needs to be structure behind things. And there needs to be those masculine pillars in your business. So for example, in our Facebook community, you guys use automated tools, scheduling options, okay? Facebook, I have a, like we have a VIP group that has over 800 people in it that we can schedule posts in. We could sit down at the first of the month, which is what we do, and we schedule out our content and our posts and our value for our community at the start of the month, every month, to make sure that that is rolling out and so that our community is taken care of. That is important to us. Those are our people. We are so grateful for them and we want to make sure that we're spoiling the crap out of them with education, with tools, with resources, with podcasts, with recipes, with workouts, all these sorts of things, right? And is it the most aesthetic way to do it? No. 
but like we're allowing ourselves to have kind of that that masculine energy in it where it's like okay boom everything is scheduled everything has gone through then there are times when things need to be done in a more so feminine way and like be able to bring out that creative side whether it's through email campaigns or whether it's through instagram posts or how people talk to each other it's like you need to be able to ebb and flow and be able to work cohesively with that so the best way that i have found is having a certain amount of schedule like scheduled content so whether that be in your facebook community whether that be for your instagram whether that be for your emails you could schedule two emails a month okay you could schedule three facebook posts a week in your vip uh, community you could schedule three feed posts or reels a week on your instagram the best part about that is then you know that those bases are covered in your business right you have that masculine structure already set up. It's done. It's beautiful. You're not stressing about it. It's not something that's on your to-do list. Now you can shift into that feminine energy of flow and creativity and relationships and be talking with your customers and your consumers and you know your clients and be figuring out like what they need, how you can help them. And you're really getting into that like nurture creativity side of things. But if you're only in that and you don't have any of that structure and you don't have any of that value, or that stability in your business. You're a teeter-totter with an elephant on one side and there's there's no balance. Yeah. and I hate that word balance, but there isn't any balance. But there's no trade-off, right? And people want to join businesses that have structure, that are stable. People want to purchase from business owners who have structure and who are stable. And who have systems and who have the the creativity side as well at the end of the day you need to figure out what parts of your life and what parts of your business are masculine energy uses and what parts are feminine and are you using both cohesively or are you allowing one to outweigh the other and that's part of just doing kind of like an energy audit Honestly, do one in your personal life and see, okay, where am I being a nagger? Where can I be more feminine in my life? Where can I be more masculine? Where do I need more structure? Where do we need more organization? What does this look like for in my business? Where can I bring more creativity and allowing myself to just not just, you know, did it, did it, did it be a robot, but, or where can I create more systems and more structure, right? So that is super important. And there's multiple times where I'll literally say to Jared, I'm like, I am way too in my masculine right now. Like I need 10 minutes to just shift this because I cannot show up for you as the best fiance right now. Like Mm -hmm. I'm about to bash heads with you. And those are real words and real verbiage that I will use to him. (laughs) And real life. I mean, at the end of the day, like I would much rather her be like, hey, this is how I'm feeling. And this is what I need to be able to kind of like be able to work with you at this moment and i respect that so much more than like us all of a sudden being like no this is the way to do it no this is the way to do it it's like we're doing the same thing you just start going around the, the merry-go-round right you start batting battling towards each other and that does not feel good so creating techniques so that you can shift if needed is so 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 important one that i love and it's difficult because i don't have a long commute to work is taking that time in your car Okay, if you are in your car and you are coming home from work, whether you let's say you you work a demanding, you know, masculine energy job, like take that time in your car to really try to like unwind, listen to some like 
nice music, try to relax as much as possible. You know, maybe you have like an essential oil in your car that you like to open up or like throw on your wrist and like inhale or whatnot, like create those habits for yourself so that when you show up and it might even just be the conversation of like, Hey babe, when I get home from work, like I need five minutes. I can't come home and just be automatically the partner, wife, spouse, fiance that you deserve. I need five minutes. I need to get out of my clothes. I need to like wipe down my face. I need to have a glass of water just breathe a little bit and then I can be present for you, right? So just be really real with yourself. Know that this is an ongoing process, that this is something that ebbs and flows day to day, but just the awareness of it and knowing how that can kind of shift throughout your personal life and your business life can be so powerful. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. It is our mission to help as many people truly thrive in all aspects of their life. It honestly means the world to us that you are here. If you got any value, support, or takeaways from today's episode, the best thing that you can do is screenshot this episode and share it to your social media. Or you can leave us a review below. We read every single one. If you are looking for additional support or resources, check the episode details below or send us a message on Instagram. We would love to connect.